What what song are we coming in on? Uh, I'll try this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is Chris, the film school dropout. Eat free, and of course, I'm sitting here with a rogue cape. Oh, hey man! And uh, what you guys just heard was uh, the latest and greatest. Um, Chris has been super excited about this. We've got. <laughs> Tell them what you got, man. Oh no, I have a um, we have a, we have a couple um and a little uh, flavor to our uh, podcast. Show so. them what we got. He, so, he showed me two of them. Oh, but I mean, yeah, so. no, we're gonna, we're gonna see what else. Oh, first off, hey, first off, this has been at the movies. Oh yeah, we're at, we're at the movies. Been at the movies with the Eternals. Yes. All right. Well, what, what do we got? Let me see. What, 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 what's we yeah, been that's when we movies. introduce our next guest. Oh yeah, no, that was great. Do that yeah. again, huh? Yeah, and our guest is we don't have one, but <laughs> but you know, some if you want to come guest on the show, that will happen right before we say your name. <laughs> I asked Chris. I said, "Dude, man, how do you want to go out, man?" He goes, "You know what, man? I'd love to go out the way that uh, Robert De Niro does in The Jokers." How about another joke, Murray? No, I think we've had enough of your jokes. What do you get? I don't think so. When you cross I think a mentally ill loaner with it. a society that abandons him and treats him like trash, call the police. I'll Gene. tell you what you get. Call the police. You get what you fucking deserve. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh-huh. That's right. When All I right. came in, when I came in tonight, he was he had that on loop, and he was just his room going, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> we went to the movies. We went and snuck in the theater. And we um, I mean, we paid for the ticket too, and we, we watched did the pay. Tables. But we always this is important to know. We do always sneak in. We yeah. yeah, we never show our ticket. No, it's just one of the things we do to keep it exciting. Exactly. And also, we always just guess what our seats are. <laughs> I've never, I don't think we've ever once actually checked the ticket to see if we were in there. And what? every time, like some couple will come in with popcorn and soda, and like, I'll be thinking, is this it? Are they going to come? Because we, yeah. we choose yeah. the cherry seats, man. No, and then when they stop and look at us, I'm like, yeah. do they think, <laughs> I think they recognize us from the podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> So we try, you know, try to keep a little profile because we're actually watching the movie that we're going to be bringing to you. Yeah. Usually, like right now. Um, but, but tell them what we saw, man. We saw the Eternals. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. Yeah. Good movie. Um, well, it was a good movie. Yes. In fact, I think time is going to look. It's a little mixed right now. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's. I and I do remember reading going into the weekend that it was the mm-hmm. first certified rotten Marvel yes. movie yes. ever. And so going into watching it, that's that's where my you know my mind frame was at. Yeah, it was actually way better <laughs> than expected. No, it was the well, low the low the low Rotten Tomato ranking tempered my expectations yes on what was a largely and we'll talk about this a largely unknown entity of the marvel universe for me yeah i mean I, for me too like, I, i'd heard and i'd seen but i wasn't familiar yeah i just and so um as far as like and this is and this is one of the i i feel like when people don't watch marvel movies and then they go and they jump into like one of the heroes and stuff that they don't like follow 
you know, they're watching it with like a brand new eye. I feel like I had this experience because I'm not knowing that much about the Eternals, but I'm going into a superhero movie, so I'm watching it with a brand new eye. Yeah, well, I'm you can't. It like that. Yeah, I think most people are. Right. It's it's almost like. Um, in fact, I had feelings similar to when I saw the first. And I'm not comparing these movies. I'm just comparing how it felt. Um, I wasn't that familiar. I think a lot of people forget, man. I was not that familiar with Iron Man when that came oh. out. You know what I mean? He's become really? okay. arguably yeah. king. But like at the time that it came out, yeah, I wasn't. I, I knew who Iron Man was, but I wasn't that familiar with the story. I I knew about the alcoholism. I knew that part, <laughs> the important part. Yeah. The <laughs> but um, I had a similar experience watching Eternals, uh, just because it was this kind of largely unknown aspect of the Marvel universe being, you know, put into yeah. the canon. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like this to the Guardians of the Galaxy. When that came out, I didn't yeah, know that much I, about the I Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And it was a full-on, I mean, I mean, Marvel does a great job. I still, I mean, they did a great, you can watch this movie, Guardians, and this Internals, you can watch this without having been seen or haven't have seen any other movies. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of theories going around about this movie if you're into the spoilers, but... I something that I haven't heard said that I think I think that's absolutely intentional. I think Marvel's been dealing with a little bit, just a little bit of everything after Endgame has been kind of an epilogue. I am inevitable. It's had a little that's bit. That's what it feels like, yeah. A little bit, just a smack, just a little, just a little, you know, just that taste, just that little, you know, yeah, like that cider, man. That cider is really, that's a sweet cider, but that got a little, like a little. Yeah, a little like, taste, yeah, a little, like a, little taste of epilogue. It's little, just like it's, yeah, it's just, it's a little, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like expiration dates, like yeah, right, just there. right there, right there. Like it's like yeah. kind of got that little yeah. sizzle on your, yeah, like on your consoles, like, where you're like, oh, that man, that was a little bit of an acidic <laughs> burn. Like this thing's starting to turn. It's gonna be safe. Yeah, like should I be drinking this? But then you're halfway done. Exactly. And my stomach feels fine. So, anyway, and I will say this. I mean, I do look at that point as far as like a lot. Allow the films feeling like they are, <laughs> I mean, post-Endgame post, post game feeling like they're epilogues of what have happened. You should have gone for the head. Instead of starting anew. Um, and I, I think, there, you know, there's been this, and it's been going on, they've, this conversation's been going on as long as the Tom Brady retirement conversation, <laughs> which is when will people start to fatigue of comic book movies, comic book movie fatigue. Right. It's been that's been going on and on and on, and I I do think it's no accident that Marvel with Eternals is kind of giving you a clean jump in point. You you there are some aspects and I, and it, but they're so subtly uh, utilized. Like um, the snap is yeah. yes. a causal event in the Eternals and. Um, you know, you have to know what that is in within the Marvel universe. I'd argue that that's they treat that largely like a you know like a nine eleven, like a, right. a major like no, definitely. And this is a clean jump in point. Like mm-hmm. you you don't really need to have seen the previous films to to be fine here. It's it's not as reliant on canon, right? Perhaps like Infinity War would have been. You know, Infinity no. War is. What do you mean? I mean, Infinity War is for total context. In Infinity War, you kind of need to have seen everything leading up to it. Yes, yes. that's all. Yeah, like it, to fully enjoy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think you can enjoy it as an action movie, but there's a lot of references and everything builds. All the characters are there, and you have to already know them. That's right. And and we... Where in this one? Well, in this one, I'd say I, I read... I can't remember where I read, but there was an article about how this is the first time Marvel's attempted a mass cast kind of origin film. You know, like up until now, there's been very careful building of, you know, you've got... Sure. Iron Man, then Captain America, then Thor, then, you know. Well, sure of Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah. Yeah, Guardians, but yeah, I guess Guardians, that's one of the reasons Guardians is comparable. It's because it's, uh, you know, pro- probably also what gave Marvel the confidence that they could pull it do off. this one, yeah. And they largely do. I actually, I, I didn't feel overwhelmed. I may not remember all the names walking out of the theater, but, you know, I was familiar with the characters. And, and. The thing is also, which I'll say before before watching this and starting seeing the posters, I'm like, there's like 10, 12 of these guys. How do you fit them all as one movie? Well, I, I mean, think... And, and, and actually developed the characters, which I think they did a decent job. They did a good they, job. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's... How long is that movie? What was that movie called? Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. That's about the right runtime for a movie called Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> it did last a while now. And I would say this, because I, mean, I mean, I didn't think it was too long. I do think it was uh, the the pacing was a little off. What do you mean a little off? Like, there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of lulls. What happens usually, especially in a Marvel movie and in action films, they give you exposition. There's action. There's there's actual like visual things going on on the screen because they want to keep you when you're watching the flow of a movie. If there's action, action comes back. You come back. You get story. You get character get a little breath. Off, catch your boom, breath. They bring you back in. Yeah. Then they and that's and I feel like with this film. Maybe because there were so many characters, there was a lot of exposition at times where before we got to another action scene. There was, but you know what? I think I I think that one of the ways that they sort of get away with that is exposition when it's delivered in sort of a Shakespearean sort of mythical sort of way Mm -hmm. is a lot more palatable to me than when it's you know in a like a action film. You know, there's a, like, you're the daughter of so-and-so, and and you'll, that gives you the, you know, (laughs) you'll be gifted with the gift of this, but you'll also be cursed with that. It's, it's, it's all exposition, but it it fits in the sort of genre that the Eternals lives in a lot better than, like, you know, in some action movie where, like, it's been a long time, Skoma. It's been a long time, Skoma. Way to clumsily reference our shared history together. You called that exposition? Damn it, Joey. I need your help. I hate you, and of course, you despise me, but I've got a problem. I've got 20 pages of information I need to convey to the audience, and I have no idea how to make it interesting. <laughs> and <laughs> Full on, like, blatant, which, I, yeah, some, I mean, sometimes you still have to do that. But well, just direct. the size of the story is so massive. Right. These are gods, you know, no. essentially. And so, the, and, you know, I think they learned a thing or two from Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. they yeah. didn't go all in, they didn't go but full. They, they didn't go full Thor. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go full Thor. That right. full, you know, that well, full, you know. You can't, yeah. You can't go full Thor. You I can't mean, go full Thor, no. You cannot go full Thor. No, it's, uh, when, you get, when you get too much in the fantasy thing, because the thing is you got to make sure these characters relate to, this is one of the things yeah, Marvel Yeah, Marvel almost lost everyone when they went full Thor. Yeah, I mean, they that, went full. <laughs> they, and they went full Thor. Yeah, full, yo, you were Thored. Right. <laughs> they went. Full Everyone, Thor. People watched that movie. They were Thor. They like, went full Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. <laughs> they let. They really. He, he must have like 
said, give me that script. <laughs> and just like. Uh-huh, and they brought, but they brought it back with Ragnarok. Yeah. So they brought it back. Yeah. Um, and also. All I'm saying is with Eternals, like, yes, there's a lot of exposition. A, it's necessary. And B, if you're going to do it, this is the kind of story where you can kind of get away mm-hmm. with it is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And, then, and, I, and that's the thing is like, I actually like the director. Yeah, she, she 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 did. You can tell that she did a great job as far as like building out these characters because I actually got to know each and every one of these Eternals. In I would argue an intimate way. Like I was saying yeah. to Chris earlier, I was saying, man, I don't. I, I, when I saw Nomadland, I wasn't thinking like, you know, who should she she should direct a Marvel movie. That never no. occurred to me. But having seen Eternals and through the prism of having also seen Nomadland, I, I definitely can see how. Um, you know, her emphasis on character and the intimate moments of a character. I mean, and Frances McDormand gets intimate in Nomadland. Mm. But, like, that really... I think when you and I both say that we kind of came away feeling like we get these characters, I don't... Yeah. That's not an understatement. That And that actually is a very... One of the real feathers um, in her cap uh, directorially here. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I agree. I agree. I think the the, the building, like... With, with I mean, going a little specifics real quick, you know, just building out the relationships um, with with uh, Cersei and you know and Dane. You know, she's she's just living this regular life. Even from the be- you know from the beginning, you know, you see this. You see, they they start you back, which is not too much spoilers, but they start you back. Well, actually, at the very t- beginning. talk about actually, that a little bit. They say yeah. they they. I I read that this is the record for the biggest like Easter egg or plot twist in a Marvel movie, this one happened almost right out of the gate. And I didn't realize what a big deal it was. And maybe you can talk about more intelligently than me. But the way the movie opened, it has a... a oh. Uh, what do you call it? A scroll? A trail? Yeah. What do you... It was, you know, the scroll, you know, like you know, like they start um, Star Wars. Yeah. But obviously not that style. It's its own. But it, but it starts in the beginning, which is... And I haven't seen Dune yet, but you know Dune's got a scroll. <laughs> the test is simple. Remove your hand from the box, and you die. What's in the box? Pain. Like, for sure. That looks like a scroller. Yeah, yeah. that looks like a scroller. <laughs> like a big scroller. Like, you know, you got to set the thing up. So, yeah, so, but, they, but they come off, I mean, it starts off pretty much at the beginning of time, the Bible. Yes, it's, but doesn't it's it say something like before the beginning of time or something like that? No, it, it starts says, in the beginning. It says in the beginning. Okay, in the just, beginning. Just like... Which is a reference to Genesis, but also it has implications when it comes to the Infinity Stones. Yes. Because in saying that, this is what I read, in saying that, they're basically saying that these Celestials are who forged the Infinity Stones. So they're moving the the center of power is shifting dramatically right out of the gate with this movie. Right. I mean, they pretty much give a different variation of the chicken and the egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now the egg Chicken versus the egg. The Someone had to create these the singularities. They they six singularities, which is the stones, but they call it that. And they, right. Uh, and and our scroll. They took the gauntlet, <laughs> which had been the chicken, and now the gauntlet, the, the egg. egg. That's right. <laughs> it kind of like opens up this whole storyline of this is well well past the scope of just the Avengers, well past the scope of Thanos. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. This, these Eternals are coming from the beginning of time. They birth celestials and planets. A sudden return of the population. 
provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. Yeah, like so the planet is like the womb. Yeah. And like deep in our that well, like the that egg. hot yeah, that <laughs> like that egg. Like the egg. And that that in that hot molten core, what we think is a hot molten core, that's just a little baby celestial, just bacon, mm-hmm, just baking just in the in the oh that oh that warm Earth's fun. crust. Oh, oh yeah, man, that's, that's, it's just little. Those little earthquakes when that little baby's kicking, oh, the baby's kicking, <laughs> kicking. You know, it's kicking little red little volcano. Like, it's got that little plump little that sweet little, little <laughs> celestial foot right by the state of California. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Dude, that's why. Sli- that's yeah. what though. Yeah. yeah, a lot gets explained in this movie. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, the fault, the uh, San Andreas fault is just a stretch mark, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the. Oh, <laughs> oh Chris. Uh, <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, yeah, but no, Chris is right. There's a celestial just baking in, in and the Earth. The thing is, the birthing process is very similar to the alien process in the movie Alien. <laughs> which is to say that when the baby comes out it just annihilates the host yes and the whole point is that i guess the uh the baby needs to grow so it needs t- intelligent life to grow to the yeah, point it's where it's sucking off the reason you guys can't get out of bed in the morning the reason that, that you when you wake up and mm-hmm. you, know, you see the timer on your and you hit that snooze button you go another 15 the reason it's so hard for you to get out of bed isn't because of the reality of your life it's because <laughs> there's a celestial just just sipping on you, man. Why don't you sleep in this? Um, it's just, it's like, yeah, that's it's, a little sip and that little mm-hmm. just sipping on you. You just like no, just hooking that little that's umbilical right up to your like <laughs> your lat. <laughs> just, that's, hey, I thought I wasn't a morning person, but no, it's actually just celestial. Just that on that teat. Just that, sipping off that uh, <laughs> nice little layer off the top. Yeah, that little, all that just that cream, that that inch of just cream. Yeah, of your life force. Yeah, that's that's it, that's essentially what's happening. So when in the events of Endgame, when the the snaps reversed, yeah, that baby celestial just gets that whole influx of juice from mm-hmm. a whole another double the dose. It literally doubles the dose. Yeah, and it was already like I guess for five years when you lost half the life and. Not even, not just on Earth, but throughout the universe. So all these other planets that have some little celestials in them too, they were all right. All which gives way to paused. a theory. Theory time. Mm-hmm. Put on your tinfoil caps, man, because Chris is going to break it down. Was Thanos doing us a favor? Oh, did he know? Because yeah. all logic says that he would, right? Um, partly, but he seemed like he had an agenda. Like my my personal guess is that that wasn't his his plan was to save resources. <laughs> he was really the ultimate green. Yeah, speaking green. of ultimate green, you've never been able to get over Thanos as a person, man. Like you know, <laughs> I remember when we saw it at the end of Infinity War, I was like, "What are you thinking, Chris?" One, ooh, I hate him. I hate him like I hate King Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a big greeny meanie. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and Chris told me that although he has completed most Mario games, he's really struggled with Bowser. <laughs> like he had Nintendo power. Like Bowser's always kind of been like the fly in his gaming ointment. And so that's how much he didn't like Thanos, man. 
And that's why you call yeah, him the greenie, well, right? The, uh, the, the green. Pur- the purpley? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just a muscle bound grimace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grimace should be his brother. The. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so wait, where are we going right. with this? Because this is giving no, me no, a thought. No. Huh? No, no, what's your thought? Let's talk. Um, so, yeah, so there's a celestial about to be born, and of the Eternals who are going to, who are actually sort of these um, intergalactic robocops. They're like clones or robots of some manufacturer, right? Like organic. Well, no, the, the, the celestials created these deviants because every time the um, intelligent life started happening on Earth, there'd be predators, like the normal the predators that are eating half the intelligent life. So you have these, these apex predators on Earth that would take out half the intelligent life. How was that? How was, okay, okay, so these things have been, I understand, okay, so I think what is gonna be on people's minds right this exact moment is if there's deviants running around and there's Eternals flying around, how is it that we haven't seen or heard anything about this until now? Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos or any war or all the other terrible things throughout history? We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? They explain well, no. the Eternals nicely well, no, enough, no. but the deviants... No, no, they're explaining. The deviants weren't... The, they created deviants to be apex predators to take out like a lion. For instance, like say back in the there's dinosaurs that's like taking out all everything that's small, so only dinosaurs because no one could fight it off. They create these deviants to stop the the apex predators from like killing all intelligent life. But the thing is, the deviants they learned. Oh. They 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 learned and they yes, turned they evolution. They, and then they, they became evolved. apex they predators themselves. Skynet. They they pulled. They exactly. became sentient. They became sentient. They became aware. They looked at the big picture and they saw where they fit in the grand scheme of things. Get in on this right. one. Yeah. And then, no, and then, right. and, and and then, then the Eternals have jumped in there. They, they create the Eternals. There. So they, and with the Eternals, they made it so that they don't evolve. To check on they the They don't check. grow. They, when, when they're done, they get, they get their mind erased and they just get sent off to the next thing. Get sent off oh, to the next planet. They themselves get their mind erased and then sent off in the they're the same personage or the, the, do they not get rebuilt like because every time they get eradicated in the well, building process. apparently and this is what they said at the end you know when when the uh the reason they don't die when the uh, emergence happens uh-huh. is that they they have a connection with the actual eternal i mean the the actual celestial that's coming out and they actually and so when the when the planet goes they're connected to the 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 uh, well hold on c- i thought celestial I th- that comes i thought Angelina Jolie, who plays Thena, and honestly, like, what a grab, man! Like, oh, good grab, yes, good grab. And I was, she's I dope. went in kind of skeptical, but man, I, she's perfect in that role, man. I mean, yeah, yeah it's great. And I mean, she's, and I mean, obviously, the, I mean, her, her fighting skills. I mean, she's done Tomb Raider, she's done all that, but she plays Thena, which is coming. Well, the goddess the of bigger war. thing for me was, I was like, man, am I going to be able to not see Angelina Jolie? Like her, her tab, her tabloid life has been so massive. Like mm-hmm. I actually know her more from checking out TMZ <laughs> than I do her movies. Like, you well, know, yeah, I mean? lately, I mean, she stopped, she, you know, she had a bunch of kids, but man, it, she is a, a family. 
she is a tremendous actor, man, and and she it doesn't matter, and mm -hmm. she's the more than the, the, the sum of her parts, but she looked amazing too, man. I mean, <laughs> looked incredible. But um, anyway, she's having these nightmares. Yeah. Right. And I thought she was having the nightmares because she was remembering essentially all the what do you, what do you call it when you? Well, they call it what they call they call it um it but it, t it technically is like well no they 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 were. I guess the genocide for planets. Yeah, no, they. She starts from. She was starting to remember. Pretty much, her mind was breaking down. They say her mind's cracked, and they call this disease mare. I forget what they call this disease, but it's just kind. Of, but that, but what they didn't know is that their minds get erased and reset each time, and so. But there's that time. little residual, that little hard right. drive on her hard drive, that little bit that they just couldn't get to, and it's like. And so when something like this happens, it just usually gets reset, and that's what the Ajax, which is the lead Eternal. She does that. Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yes. Um, she she goes and resets them. Now the difference with this this with this planet with the story, which I think is it kind of like pieces everything together, is that Ajax saw the events that happened with that with Thanos with the Avengers with yes and, and saw that like the intelligent life on Earth yep. actually saved and affected the entire universe. For and good, so, like, yes, for, for good. Right. So, so she felt that like this, this, the intelligent life on this earth should actually be saved. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it. That's kind of like the reference that makes, I guess, connects it to the universe to where. This is why, because one of the, one of the questions people say is like, "Well, were we Eternals when when Thanos was taken over, when all these other things were taken over, when Hydra was taken over, when all this stuff was happening?" And obviously, they, their excuses they they weren't supposed to affect and do anything within on the planet unless deviants are involved. But uh, the fact that they're like living their life does cause a butterfly effect, and not just sitting in a cave somewhere not affecting anything. But they play with that. That's that's the whole atomic bomb thing, and that's the whole yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't throw in. Usually, you get a JFK assassination yeah. in there. It's it's like enough time has passed that we're not yeah. like using that one anymore. Right. But like every to prove that you were like and at just the deepest, most Illuminati level, dude, you had something to do with J the JFK assassination. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, they that? they played with it. The um the the story of Icarus. Yeah, it was just a story Sprite made up. Icarus, and that just became lore, and that just became over time. But the, the the original is supposed to be her making up the story about Icarus that she knew. And it just turned into over time because obviously they've been around since 5000 B.C. Oh, I didn't I, I didn't pick up on that either. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Richard Madden is Icarus and yeah. uh, compared in the movie literally to Superman. And yet he's absolutely not Superman. No. I mean, he's kind of like. He's, I mean, I mean, he's close. No, I mean, he's close. He flies. He has uh, laser strength, beams in his eyes. Laser beams. That's it. <laughs> well, he's got strength, strength, but I feel like too. I don't think he has the same like damage resilience that Superman has. Like he well, seems more mortal, which is weird. That doesn't seem like that should be correct. No, he seems. Well, the thing is, he's not. He doesn't age. He doesn't evolve. But yeah, he's more. He's more mortal because he can just be. He can still be killed. It's just. It he's kind of got Ajax there. To, who's. Yeah gift seems to be regenerating or healing and so that's kind of what keeps him yeah so know, it keeps them all yeah like a kind of like a halo 
Guardians kind of yeah. just waiting for AJ to yeah. get around, hoping yeah, that she's not messing around with Tanaka. Tanaka come by and just give you that little that little juice of energy. <laughs> Halo Five Guardians. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's. Well, yeah, I mean, I I feel well. I want I want I want to say this because I the the one thing I do like about this story because I, I mean this story like one this is a story that can be obviously you can just watch and enjoy the entire story but it does kind of like i mean i would comp- i guess compare it to how forrest gump you know when you when you when you see forrest gump and the things that affects in history that's kind of like what the they're kind of like these gods that have tried to stay away but people start worshiping them in their names but and so they just become part of history yeah you don't just so you guys know you don't, like actually, you don't really i don't remember do you see the the eternals doing things like they do in forrest gump where like you know, it's like <laughs> like the Manhattan Project, and then you just see like Richard Madden in there with a like a pair of glasses on, like he's like you know. No, no, I mean short short of the uh, the Her- um, the Hiroshima, short of the atomic bomb. Thing, yeah, you don't actually see them. I mean, they're they're in Mesotomy, and um, Drew Egg, um, he's one of the uh, he's the guy who kind of controls their minds. Yep, um, very interesting yeah. character. In fact, they I read wars okay. in in. Um, the comics he's traditionally drew who's played by uh barry keegan who dude i don't know if you saw the green knight man but he has a part in that he's a, right. i i really dig his style man he's a very interesting actor to watch but druig is a in the comics a villain yeah he'd be. and it was interesting because you know even though he doesn't do anything villainous in the movie you get i pick up right. on that you know well, no, he you, has you, a you feel anti-hero in him yeah for sure, and I think that's a tribute to the writing, the character development, and and his ability. Um, and then how? And then like later on, when you find out he's he's just in some um, corner, he's in some corner of the world, yeah, in some village. He's decided to hide out, kind of doing a and, Rick and Morty uh, yeah. unity thing, yeah. kind of just like living <laughs> in the hive mind, right? <laughs> I mean, so they, they they do play with that, and you can tell that he's he separated himself, and he just he's taking pretty much he's pretty much doing the Wandavision. In this town, yeah, because low can key WandaVision. low key, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of low key, and uh, you can and see low key on uh, Disney Plus uh, with WandaVision uh, for a subscription of nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> Wait, is it even that, what? What is a Disney Plus right now? I think it's that much. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, capers. If any of you have the math on how to really maximize all the different because you gotta have netflix Mm -hmm. gotta have hulu yes you gotta have hbo max yeah no no. i gotta say amazon prime is kind of like i mean if even if you don't want it for the channel the two-day shipping right right? and there's a couple gems on there there's a couple gems on uh, a couple just enough gems man but if anyone's cracked the code (laughs) because i'm positive i'm spending as much now as i was with just a regular cable subscription and disney plus it's trying to be, you know, they're trying to be just as um, relevant. I mean, not rele- necessary, re- necessary. Well, they're, dude, they're about to do some uh, what, yeah. Secret Wars. Is that a Disney Secret Plus? Secret Invasion, yeah. Secret Invasion. Yeah. And then, um, dude, oh. this is not a cape. I know I'm supposed to talk about it, but dude, they're doing a, a sequel to Willow series. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. I'm telling you, man, they're, they're getting ready to, anyway. There's got to be a way to maximize the subscriptions. If yeah. anyone's cracked that code, reach out to Chris. <laughs> Share that information. Please, please yeah. tell me. 
Like just hemorrhaging, dude. <laughs> now, I, I do want to talk about um, <laughs> go, going back to the Eternals. <laughs> I do want to go. I want, do want to talk about going back to the Eternals, which is one of the critiques I have. Which I guess kind of the story, and the, not not the story, but just you know the characters in general, because these you find out that these androids were created, which isn't isn't the Eternals. The Eternals. They're they're kind of they're, yeah, they're created like a so they bio be, androids of yeah, sorts. So they can evolve, even though they kind of like they learn and live and and they they do have emotions and stuff, but they don't like evolve past what they are so they can just be reset and continue on but they're created and they're created to fight these deviants but they're all giving these like um different powers they're all i mean i assumed you know you'd give one person one power you give the give ajax healing you give um icarus the flying strength you give them reasons so they all complement each other that's that's what that's my assumption of why everyone has different powers because I feel like hey if you create them they could just that's all pretty, have the that's same actually powers. Pretty good, man. I, I I actually would submit that to Marvel. You might get yourself a job, dude. That that's a pretty good explanation. I I, I think the explanation is simply that when the Eternals was conceived as a comic, which was a short-lived... The reason we don't know a whole lot about it is I from what I saw is a pretty short-lived thing. Yeah. Um, but it was. Similar, and we're going to get to that with Kit Harrington and yeah. his role. But both the Eternals universe and the universe that um, Kit Harrington's uh, Dane Whitman comes from are both steeped in actual historical lore. Like, obviously, yes. you know, the. And so, in that, like, because that was the prototype, you know, that kind of myth- mythological type. Um, that's what they are. You yeah. know, it's born from the uh, inspiration point. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what you're yeah. saying to me is <laughs> a much better. I, I just felt like, well, that's what they are because <laughs> that's what they are. Like, you're absolutely right. If you're going to have, like, androids to keep things in check, why not go, like, the Sentinel route where they all have the same right. skill set? Why would you make it so that, you know, you go down speed. and handle that? But, yeah. <laughs> One super speed. One can fly with lasers in the eye. One one can just one knock can some fly things out and has lasers in his eye <laughs> and has strength. And then and then I I'm just fast. <laughs> no, but the thing is, she was fast and strong. I mean, and that that when she actually was fighting him, she actually was fighting him. Makari. Yeah. She was fighting when when she had the t- when she was fighting uh, uh, Icarus after he turned, and she thought he she killed he killed Jewid. She went and like was beating him up, beating him up against that rock. And yeah. since she was fast, her powers kind of like... And that's also... But, look, man, at some point, Marvel's going to have to atone for its power allocation, man. It's all <laughs> over the map, man. And if you no. do a deep dive, it just does not all add up. No, 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 you're right. <laughs> and, you know, the fact that um, Makari could do that... Flash couldn't do that to Superman, man. No, no. Do you know what I mean? That's why she actually has more strength than a Flash. Okay, all right. I'm I'm new to a lot of this, so I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll accept that. <laughs> and but what I want to say is like you know because they they do it, the thing with the, a lot of these Eternals they um they they went for a diverse cast like Fastos is like the first first um go openly ahead. gay yeah. Chris hero. was really excited about this. Oh. Was, Chris was <laughs> thrilled when it happened. When all the whole walk home, even when we got the birds. Uh, and then, but the but the thing is, and also Makari, 
she's the first um, deaf superhero. Yeah. Because they made her deaf. And then we thought, when I thought they were, because their original stories, they're supposed to be from Olympia. They think they're from Olympia and that they're brought in for this mission. I'm like, all right, well, it's a deaf one, obviously, because, I mean, that, that's how she was born. Right. Why make her deaf if you're creating these perfect beings? I actually kind of dug it as, a, as an aspect. Like, I think there are some gods in Greek mythology that are blind. I think there are some that, you know, that can't mm-hmm. see. Right. Um, like, there, there, are, there is precedent for gods that have some kind of a weakness. And her being uh, deaf was, I, you know, I, I, I liked it. I, it. In fact, I, to me, it felt so organic in the story. I didn't realize that she truly was. I thought right. it was a, I thought it was an actor. Well, no, that, that's the thing too. Incredible job. And it's funny because I, I know her. She's in, she's in The Walking Dead, um, the character, and she, um, she's deaf in The Walking Dead. So yeah. when she, she obviously plays deaf, but I didn't know she was deaf in real life. So when I saw her in this movie, I'm like, man, they're typecasting this girl. <laughs> but no, it turns out they're finding some dope places to put, you know, <laughs> and that that's kind of exciting. Like I, yeah. when I, yeah, I I, so, I actually dug it. No, no, it's very good. I mean, it's uh, Laura Ridolf, Ridolf is her name, and uh, no, I I really like. Her. I even liked her. In, uh, I liked her in um, uh, Walking Dead as well. My question, which <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's more once you find out that these they were created. Yeah. Why would you create them with disabilities? Or or any limitation. Like exactly. why not why not have why not have them all? Yeah. And see, and the thing is, even if you do where the powers are complementing each other, what compliment does her not being able to hear have? Unless- I think you need to take some time and ponder that, Chris. Yeah. I think I think I think mm. the answer is profound, dude. She's okay. she she exists without that prejudice. Her worldview is shaped by an enhanced other set of stimuli, you know? Okay, man. No, I, no. But, but the thing is, like... Yeah, you, you could, say something in the comments, guys. I, I think I see what you're saying. And, I, I mean, I get it. Like, like if, I, if you and I have a junkyard, I don't want, like, one dog that's, you know, can't smell and then another <laughs> dog that can't see and, like, together just hope that this team of dogs... It works out. Like, yeah, like, you and I just, like, every decent car on our lot's been hoisted, dude, because... Like, I get it. Like, if you want to have, like, a security system in the form, you want them all to be prime. But, but I did I mean, accept that part. It's just kind of part. It's just that's the story. Like, no, and, that, and I do accept. The thing is, I accept it, and I actually like the fact that it all complements, and every, they're not all just the same. They shouldn't just be all the same robot. Well, right, because if I'm, a, if I'm getting attacked, attacked by a deviant and I see Icarus coming, I'm like, cool. I'm probably, I'm good. I see freaking... Ajax coming, and I'm like, <laughs> shoot, man, I'm gonna get my best hope is that she can undo whatever damage gets done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a wallop and put on me, man. Like, you know what I mean? What are we, what are we saying here? No, I was talking about how they, how the diverseness of the powers and complement each other, and I mean, make for a more diverse group. But I was also bringing questioning, up the fact, questioning the fact that if they're made to be perfect. I can't, I can't argue no. with you, man. I mean, I see that. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a reason in Days of Future Past that um, Trask, he, he <laughs> doesn't trot out like a bunch of sentinels and like, like, yes, the sentinels. 
like this one doesn't have any legs but this one does yeah and this one doesn't have a head <laughs> but this one has a really long arm yeah <laughs> and together the, you'll see it'll all kind of work out it all kind of comes out in a wash <laughs> like that didn't happen because it doesn't add up right but you know but man we're talking about and it's it's kind of an interesting thing where marvel's headed because they're they're kind of going into the well here and a lot of that stuff from the wells from the 70s 60s 70s kind of mm-hmm. kookier kookier yeah. storylines man like this is entering marvel's interpretation of roman or greek mythology into their canon now marvel's really expanding the universe here because you're you're getting into this whole celestial thing mm-hmm. you're getting into this whole with the kit harrington um dan whitman character in the black knight which is, I mean, we're in spoiler territory, right? Oh, yeah, well, well. So the end of the movie, um, Dane, Dane Whitman, mm-hmm. played by Kit Harington, uh, is revealed to be the Black Knight, who is another character I'm not that familiar with. And while so, he's, yeah. <laughs> we're being told that he's the Black Knight, he's in the room with who will be Blade. Blade, yes. You hear the disembodied voice. The, yeah, you love that that disembodied voice. You don't see, but you know, and it has been confirmed that it's Blade. Yeah, that that it's Blade because a lot of people thought it was going to be the Watcher, but it's it's not. It's um, Mahershala it's Ali as yeah. Blade. Um, anyway, but now you have that whole the, the, this universe is expanding in all sorts of ways, mm-hmm. and not only that, but now I mean, Planet Earth. Because although the Eternals do save the day, they don't save it before half that, that celestial is <laughs> born. Oh, yeah, so now no, the, this planet's going to have <laughs> basically half a, a, a celestial torso kind of sticking out of it. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's just you, you just have an aborted baby like right there yeah. just Deep looking at you. Just either the at Atlantic you, like, or the Pacific. Yeah. That's, it's in the Indian Ocean. but Oh, really? Man, I thought I had... <laughs> <laughs> you, you go Atlantic and Pacific. It's pretty going to cover most of. It. There's only a few places that it could be that I could be wrong. Really, it's the Indian Ocean. Yeah. How did you? Know, how do you know that? They say it. <laughs> what was I watching, dude? <laughs> what movie was I watching, man? I I liked it. I I know Angelina Jolie was in it. I know that I liked her. You know, uh, kind of an unsung performance is uh, Bill Skarsgård, man. Oh. Yeah. He's he's kind of the main evolved deviant, and it's a cool character. And he and Thena have kind of a thing mm-hmm. that although uh, Eternals is the first Marvel movie to have a superhero love scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not between Skarsgård and Jolie. Oh, so no. that, and it, Yeah, so if you're, you know... I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> that, like that, because if you're this deep in this recording, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. A little, little Cersei, a little, little Cersei, uh, a little, little yeah. Icarus, little, little Icarus. Icarus. You know, Icarus as a character back in the day, like I think they might have had some standalone comics with him. And I saw that his alter ego, and you can look this up, man. Isn't he's Icarus? Oh, but his like mild mannered <laughs> journalist name is Ike Harris, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's Ike Harris. Icarus. 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 I mean, that's dangerous. I, yeah. Like, like that's like 
Superman's name being Sue, Sue Perlman. Sue, Sue Perlman. Sue Perlman, yeah. So someone, there's someone flying around saving the day, but he's a vigilante. Who is he? Bring a Sue Perlman in. Wait, Sue, Sue Perlman's a dude? <laughs> Sue Perlman's a big Sue. dude. <laughs> Sue Perlman, do you know I anything about the Superman? Superman. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Sue Perlman, Sue Perlman. <laughs> The one, the one other issue I had also is that there's, a, there's two credit scenes at the end. We talked about the Black oh, Knight yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And then this is when apparently Thanos' brothers show up. But he says that he's like, he says that he's an eternal. Or he, he refers to him as his fellow internals. So kind of referring to himself as an eternal, but if he's Thanos' brother, he's not technically an eternal because eternals are made up unless Thanos is an eternal. But. Are you getting to? You're just you're. Dude, you're no, well, what I'm getting to is this. The the I, I felt like they just threw Thanos' brother in at the end. It might build to something, and I'm hoping it does build to something. But I just felt like, oh well, we need to we need to connect it to the story. So hey, this is Thanos' brother. Well, there's there's a couple <laughs> characters that are coming what? that it almost seems like their application to the story has passed, like um. Uh, the other guy, Adam. Um, oh, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. Uh, I know his function in Infinity Gauntlet. But yeah, it's like he's. <laughs> but but yeah, like it's kind of like he and he's coming. Yeah, he's but, coming. He's he's been Guardians three. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just interesting, you know, like how how Marvel plans to because they're they're going deep into the well. So it's it's oh, yeah. you know I'm very interested to see what the they're going deep in the well with doing the Black Knight. Yeah. <laughs> And the ebony blade. Yes. So Black Knight's got this almost, someone compared it to like symbiote material. Like it's almost like what Venom. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, in the comics, it's supposed to be this, this blade that drives them mad, the user mad because it, it's, oh, it has, it has a blood curse on it. I'm sorry. It has a blood curse on it from back when Merlin um, I guess created it from, from, um, <laughs> Chris is having flashbacks of when he was doing his fifth grade oral presentation. (laughs) Merlin, Chris. (laughs) The King Arthur. (laughs) Everyone was laughing, dude, but he wasn't joking. (laughs) Wait, I wasn't joking now. (laughs) But no, the Ebony Blade is supposed to drive the person. And so this is the Black Knight's weapon, and I guess he fights it. That will be interesting to see how that turns out. (laughs) It will be interesting to see. It will be interesting. But the thing is, I I feel like... I really felt this with the Thanos one. It's just like, hey, your friends are in trouble. Let's go get them. Um, what? Yeah. Why? I mean, it just d- didn't have any connection to any of the story beforehand. And, of course, the Karis Harry Styles. So, oh, man. Uh, every, all, all the, Dude, it's going it, to work, man. It's oh, going to yeah. work. Do not take a date to that movie, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever, if he's in it. In, in a Marvel gonna, she's movie. She's going to be your date. Yeah. When she leaves, she's going to be his Guys, date. you think I'm joking, man. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok was the beginning of the end. I was thinking, man, dude, Chris Hemsworth, he's owning this, man. Like, just like funny dudes, just hold, holding court. He took his shirt off, and I heard my date, like, like this gasp, like I'd never heard her make. <laughs> just this, like, 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 <laughs> just like overwhelmed by the masculinity, dude. And I'm like sitting right next to her with like a half popcorn, dude. <laughs> so, a half uh, popcorn. Yeah. Among other okay. things. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, Harry Styles, uh, Danger Will Robinson, dude. <laughs> Danger Will Robinson. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Your take on the Eternals. We should get back to Eternals right now. Yeah. On our way out. Go ahead. My take on the Eternals is, I told you this. Dude, I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, my friend Caroline was texting me like she'd seen it. and she, Dude, it, also something that we haven't mentioned is there's a lot of solid humor in that movie, man. Like yeah. some of the best laughs I've had in a Marvel movie. Like subtle, real, great character-based laughs. I, I, I thought it was actually a much funnier film than I expected it to be. My only, and I, I told you I wouldn't do this, and I'm not going to do this. But dude, you no, just—it's just like I'm just—we we said earlier this is a a Marvel movie that you can kind of jump in on without having to see the rest, and it's kind of weird, man. I had a little bit of like postpartum or something, man. <laughs> like it's it kind of maybe it's because I felt like, dude, are we really kind of starting to say goodbye to, you know, the yeah the do you the, know what I mean? Like, is mean it time to move on? Yeah, yeah, like. Like See, it's it's not that the continuation doesn't it's because the continuation has to exist that we have to move on because the way Marvel's done it is Robert Downey Jr is Tony Stark you can't yeah, Robert Pattinson is Tony Stark it's yeah. the way they've built it and so you know you have to start I'm realizing in watching Eternals I was thinking dude are are we moving on you know is this kind of the new crop that that I'm mainly interested only because of what we're moving on from do you know right. what i mean oh no i mean i feel the same way with shang chi it's just like and we'll, we'll talk about when we talk about that one yeah but for the most part it's it's just kind of like you're introducing us to a whole brand new character yeah whole brand new section of the uh marvel universe yeah um and i'm and i'm in yeah. i'm gonna, dude i'm in but there was a melancholy to it that's all yeah, do you know what I mean? Does yeah, that... and and the thing is, we'll see, we'll see how this works out when you we start getting recognizable characters again, like Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and, and how they all integrate. And that's right. Yeah. And we'll see we'll see how that works out. But no, I, I I agree with you on that. It's it feel it feels like it feels like they're just they're just starting they're just giving us new characters because hey you know those old you know half those old ones are gone so you better like these ones yeah <laughs> and then we'll just go from here but. Chloe, director, she uh, did a great job. Yeah, like telling these stories, giving all these characters heart. It, they it was, all had enough to know you. Everything kind of made sense. Everything led itself to each other. Um, well, in that in that specific sense, it was reminiscent to me. That one sense, it was reminiscent to me of uh, Angley's Hulk. There was that sort of. Yeah. Um, it wasn't heavy, but there was that element of. Um, uh, philosophical you know i think maybe by virtue of you know those greek characters by virtue of you know there's a, almost there's a parable in almost all of it you know and mm -hmm. so just by virtue of having those be the archetype for your characters that kind of exists and i i and in that wise i also thought it was a beautiful movie go see the eternals don't, my, even, don't, don't, don't even look at that Rotten Tomatoes thing. It don't even matter. Yeah, my review is what choice do you have, <laughs> you dude? Go you got to go see it. You and I went in expecting Stinky. Right. And going in expecting Stinky is a good way to go into this movie. You will not be disappointed if you go in expecting Stinky. Or, I mean, yeah, you won't be disappointed in actually liking the movie. But <laughs> I liked it. Go see it. And, yeah. And then you tell me what you think.
in the comments. Yes. Comment. Comment. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell him how you feel. Yeah, tell, you gotta tell Chris how you feel, man. Yeah, man no. He, he'll listen, tell man. you how I feel. Yeah, he'll tell you how he feels. Tell me how you feel. Anyways, yes, this is Chris, the film school drive out. And I'm here with um, the rogue Hope. cape. A rogue cape. And this has been at the movies. We, uh, cape C free. Um, <laughs> been at the movies with the Eternals.